Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. In this episode, I'll be chatting with Morgan. She's a past client of mine who I continue to explore and celebrate this work with. In every episode, I read a blog post I've written and we follow up with a conversation about the topic at hand and what it means for women and their ability to thrive after abortion. Happy listening, and as always, feel free to send me your reflections and questions at the pod blog page on my website, amandastarkingsley.com. All right, the foundation of the coaching work I do, as you know, <laughs> is with women after abortion, and it ties back in my mind to one super powerful moment in their story. It's the moment that they said yes. Women don't say yes to abortion because they love medical offices, walking through protesters, or bleeding for weeks. They say yes because there's a life in their vision that doesn't include this pregnancy. Planned or unplanned, this pregnancy doesn't fit into the future they desire. In that moment, and for some of us it's fleeting, women stand in their power. They tap into strength and clarity unlike any they've experienced elsewhere. This is the moment when they say yes to themselves in a way that even they believed they never could. Abortion pursues, and then they panic. It's not until after the procedure that they see and feel the power of their decision. A decision so strong and so solid that it can't be undone. In a world that's told them as women time and time again, stay small, surrender, follow, serve, they're now faced with the result of their action. In this moment, they're faced with the reality that in saying no to the life of their unborn baby, they've said yes to themselves in a way that feels unimaginable. Big, powerful, self-serving. The questions come flooding in. Are they worthy? Are they selfish? Are they wrong? Can they live up to this gigantic decision they've made? Now what? Leaning into their truth, they've said yes to a vision only they can see and feel from within. In that moment, they had to believe in themselves so strongly that outside influence took a back seat to inner knowing. But then what? Who are they in a world outside that powerful decision? Who are they when faced with their own powerful truths? Truths like, This isn't the life you planned for. This isn't the time for a baby. You're meant for more. This pregnancy wasn't meant to birth a baby. It was meant to birth you. For the women I work with, abortion is not an easy decision, but it's a right decision. Not right by anyone's standards, but their own. 
the right decision for the situation they were in at the time they had to make it. Abortion is a door they have to walk through to step into their future selves. Their babies came to teach them how to unconditionally love and accept themselves. Their babies gifted them with an opportunity to give birth to a new life, their life. Their babies are still present. Flesh and blood is circumstantial. Their souls live on. They served their beautiful and perfect purpose. Women who choose abortion are not weak. They're powerful beyond measure. And any pain and suffering after their procedure comes not from a fault in their decision, but from a lack of commitment to their own power. If you're a woman who's had an abortion, I encourage you to ask yourself, who were you when you made the decision to abort? What was happening in that one powerful moment when you knew your answer was yes? How was that decision in the interest of a life you desired to create? How will you honor that pregnancy and the powerful woman within who knew that it was not meant to come to term? Ooh, hi. Hi. So good. How you honor that pregnancy? Yeah, I feel like this is the center of the work that I do, right? Is to give meaning to that pregnancy, yeah. even though it didn't result in a baby. Yeah. That's like the battle I feel like I'm fighting right now is the, the shame that's coming up of like, I wasn't ready to have that baby. My life wasn't ready for it. And then also feeling like I want to grow for the new baby that I will have eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how like I wasn't ready for that baby, but I wasn't also ready for me, right? You made that decision for you. And the reality is you have to be as ready for you as you would have had to been for the baby. It's mm -hmm. just a different path. What do you think most gets in your way from being ready? Hmm. What does that mean to not be ready? What most gets in my way is the way that I see myself. What does that mean? It means seeing myself as still being immature, as having all this work to do, flawed. And like, I have these problems that I don't want to be passing on mm. to a child. Yeah. So isn't it like in that moment that you decided this isn't the life I wanted for, for myself or for this baby, right? Like you made such a powerful decision to become a stronger person, right? Mm -hmm. But then after the decision's made, you're like, well, how am I going to do that? <laughs> I feel like that's where the confusion is. It's not necessarily in... It's like if you had had the baby 
you would have had to face the reality of growing into becoming a mom because that baby holds you accountable, mm-hmm. right? We don't get a choice when we have children in our arms to not, I mean, we, we cannot do the work, right? Like we cannot step into motherhood. We can just like abandon our children and do nothing. That is a choice. But most of us kind of step up to the plate in one way or another. It's not like perfect. But when you decide to give birth to you instead of a baby, you have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And that's so much harder. It is so much harder. (laughs) It's like much bigger work, (laughs) which is wild because you're like, what could be more work than caring for another human being? Right? Like, that feels like such big, important, respected, amazing work in the world. Mm-hmm. But like, it's actually, in my belief, so much more powerful to take care of you so that you can, in your case, take care of a future baby. Right. Like in other people's cases, it's like, maybe their pregnancy was like abnormal or didn't go as planned or like something happened and maybe it was a planned pregnancy. Um, and they too have to like grow into who they are to like heal from that and then also decide what to do next. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's really amazing how it's the same work in some ways, it's like I have to grow into my best self to take care of a baby, or I have to grow into my best self to take care of me. Exactly. And taking care of you, it's like you, you kind of have this option, right? Like if you have a baby crying, you can't lay on the couch and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, technically you can, but. Yeah. And so it just comes down to this, like, for me, it's this constant human dilemma of like, am I worth it? Like, like, it's really hard for us to argue that our baby's not worth it, right? Like we're going to feed them and change them and take care of them because like we, it's so much easier to see their worth and their value and like want to provide for them. Mm -hmm. But we're so conditioned to not take care of ourselves. Like we're so conditioned to not do what we need. And so I think we can fall short after an abortion and then go down a rabbit hole of Mm -hmm. like, now I don't have me or a baby. (laughs) Like, I think that's really what most women are struggling with is they made this decision for their future life and now they don't have either. They don't have the life they planned for or the baby. And it's like, who, who am I now? Like I've failed at both those things. And I'm not saying that people have failed. I'm just saying that's what they're thinking. Right. That's the like internal struggle. Right. So I guess like ultimately I just think it's a beautiful opportunity to step up to that plate and love yourself and take care of yourself and be accountable to yourself. What feels really interesting for me is like, I made the decision 
so that like I could have that certain life so that I could have the relationship set in place first with a man that I love because I knew that that wasn't the partner I got pregnant with. And then, and then eventually raise the child. But so I have the relationship now that could potentially be that relationship with a guy I'd want to raise the kid with and have a baby with, but it still is asking me to show up for myself more. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like on the outside, I have the life where I'm starting to have the life I made the decision for. But on the inside, it's like I'm still having to do that work and show up for it and for myself. Yeah. So what's your why for doing that work? Hmm. Well, my why is I want to feel love and connection. Yeah. And I know that by not doing my own healing and not loving myself, I will never be able to feel fully connected and loved to my partner, to my child. I won't be able to really be present. It's kind of a mind trip too, because like we, when we have babies and Morgan is not yet a mother and I am, so we're all coming at this from different places. Like, but when we have children, it's really easy to say like, of course I can love someone else without loving myself self because we love our children so much like it it feels like it negates that argument <laughs> but the truth is we're never capable of loving them the way that's possible and so you have this opportunity now to love yourself in the deepest most powerful way and it like it, 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 some people aren't going to like that I say this, but if you do that work, you have more opportunity to love your future children in a deeper, stronger, more powerful way than those of us who haven't done the work before we had kids. Like, I feel this way about my own kids a lot. Like, I found coaching and I found entrepreneurship and I found kind of like the personal development world after I had three kids. And I feel like I could have been such a different mother to them if I'd found this before. I'll never go, like, I would never go back. I would never change it. It's not like I regret it. But I can see the power of what could have been possible. Mm -hmm. Like, what if I had owned my own power and loved myself and really been confident and courageous and, like, knew how to take care of myself. Like how could I have shown up and taken care of that baby in a different way? It would have been completely different. Like my kids are amazing. I do think I'm a really good mom, but it could have been better. And so a lot of people don't want to talk about that. They're like, no, it's great. I love my kids. It's amazing. Like I wouldn't do it any other way. It's like, well, yeah, I wouldn't, but I could have, it could have been really different. <laughs> and so you have that opportunity to make it really different. Mm -hmm. And that is so beautiful. Yeah. That was, I was definitely like coming into the personal development world, like at a deeper level as I got pregnant. Yeah. So it was like that 
I really had to face that, like, and is this the type of mom I want to be? Like, am I really ready yet? Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, it's amazing too, because like, depending on how woo and how spiritual you want to get, like, you know, that baby probably made some of those connections for you too, right? Like, I believe that we can still have, well, I believe that we do still have relationships with these babies. Like they're literally in ourselves. Like the science is there. Like they are part of us. Like their DNA is a part of us, whether they came to term or not. Like, and I think spiritually they are too. Like they're here to help you, to show you, to connect you with the right people, right? To show you the right books, to introduce you to the right new man. Like not everyone believes that, but I do. And I find it super comforting to know that we have that spiritual connection with these souls. And I, like, I call them babies, but I mean, they're, they were fetuses, they're blobs, they're cells, they're, (laughs) all those things are true. When I say baby, I mean like the soul, right? The energy that came into the body. Not necessarily mean like the baby. Um, But I think that what does it feel like if you choose to believe that baby is guiding you to the right resources and the right people and the right men and the right, all the things. It's like, it can be really powerful if you, if you let it be. Mm -hmm. So any other thoughts um, or questions or arguments? Is there anything that I said and you might not remember now that you're like, yeah, I don't know if that's true or I didn't feel that way or. What I'm definitely starting to feel now that you talked about in the blog is being faced with the opinion of others. Yeah. When I made my decision, I didn't tell anyone. Yep. Except for people like coaches who I knew would support me. Yeah. And now I'm starting to hear opinions of other people and it's so loud. And Mm. it does bring up like a feeling of, like guilt and shame and like wanting to hide and not tell them this thing about you because you know where they're standing. Yeah. They're the potential that, Oh, they might reject you. They are going to have different opinion of you if they knew. You know, what's really interesting. I never really made this connection, but um, every mother who's ever been a mother in the world, like outside of her, her isolated room with her baby gets so much unsolicited advice. And so much unsolicited opinion and so much like, like just bombarded with other people's ideas about how to co-sleep and other people's ideas about how to nurse or not nurse and other people's ideas, right? Like we're faced with all of that as mothers too. We just, again, we override it because our love for our baby is so strong that we override the other people's opinions, not always. Sometimes they really F with us. Like sometimes it's really not good. <laughs> but it's just, for me, it's like circling back again. Like you would have been there with a baby, you're here without a baby. Like all of it is the same lessons. It doesn't really matter what the circumstance is. You're just, you're given the same opportunity to, believe in yourself, trust yourself, listen to your own word, like 
hear other people's opinions, but not be sculpted by any opinion other than your own. It's like, does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's such a good way of looking at it. Like, so either way, because I, like, once you're pregnant, you become a mother, right? And so when you become a mother, you're going to have opinions of others either way. And so that's all it is, is they have an opinion of how you mothered, right? Exactly. It's so crazy. Yeah. And like, I think we just tell ourselves, well, it's easier for people to judge us when we're a mom because it's just how it works it's how the world works everybody judges each other it's like the norm to judge moms <laughs> it's still not like the whole abortion conversation is so not had in the same way and it doesn't like i don't know how to say this but like our kids are almost like this they're like the shield we can like hold them up and protect ourselves with them we still have to do the same work but we're not having the same conversations with each other because there's this being that's like physically there, (laughs) but it's still all the same work. And so if you can just see it as like, Oh, I just have a different opportunity to do the same work now that I chose abortion. Right. It doesn't stop me from ever having a baby. It's like, there's no physical evidence <laughs> that having an abortion stops you from having a baby. There's really no spiritual evidence that having a baby stops you or having an abortion stops you from having a baby. So now you just have two opportunities to do this work, right? And maybe you can do it before you choose to have a family. But yeah. It's all super thought provoking. And I think just like my hope in this podcast and in the work that I do is that we can just start asking these kinds of questions and like thinking about it in ways that maybe aren't being talked about and like taking away the shame, taking away the pain. um, And we're just feeling it and knowing I would have felt it the other way, right? I would have felt shame as a mom or I feel shame as a woman who had an abortion, or I feel shame as both. I'm a mom and a woman who has an abortion, right? Like, shame is shame. It doesn't matter where it came from. Mm-hmm. The gift is to work through it. Yeah, and working through it now will probably help to prevent slash prepare you for the shame that's going to come when you do, For in my case, when you do become a mother. I totally agree. I totally agree because then you're like, oh, I remember this. This is that part where I feel shame. I got this. Like, does it feel good? No. Am I going to die? No. Like, I've been there, done that, right? I I think that is, in lots of ways, that's a gift that our abortion can give us. And grief, grief would be another place, right? Like, If you can actually grieve that experience, not necessarily the baby, for some people it's the baby, for some people it's just the experience, right? It's just like the, this thing that I didn't want to happen happened. And so I need to grieve the loss of what I thought my life was going to be and what I had to do and like all those things. But shame, grief, like anger, all of it, it's just an opportunity to prove to yourself that you're capable of handling it and growing from it and moving beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can feel all the hard things. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. 
Yeah, of course. That was good. That's helping me to look at it deeper. Awesome. Let's call it a wrap then. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.